Hello and welcome to Yes, You Are Brave. This is a podcast where we are going to set off on a journey together to find and build our brave, where we explore all the ways that you have been brave and all the ways that you can be brave again. Because even though we may have forgotten or we may have fallen out of practice, we're all brave. And I'm on a mission to prove it and help you believe that yes, you are brave. Hello, hello, and welcome. I'm super excited that you are here today. So excited for our episode today. Today we have our, my good friend Lynn Stukart here. And so excited for you to hear what she has to say. So Lynn, first of all, Lynn is an award-winning musician and educator, personal coach and sound healing therapist who loves to help people discover their unlimited potential and possibilities. As a dedicated and compassionate coach, Lynn helps empower people who need support in finding more fulfilling opportunities and to make measurable changes in life for more joy and happiness. The journey is so much e- through life is so much easier when you have a mentor walking alongside you, cheering you on. As a sound therapist, Lynn is passionate about sharing the many health benefits and healing capabilities of sound therapy. She provides sound healing therapy services through individual and group sessions, including corporate events, online and in person. And we will have all of her info linked in the show notes below. And thank you so much, Lynn, for being with us today. Well, I thank you so much for asking me to join you on the podcast about being yes. brave. And I am a personal coach and a sound therapist. And um, I love to help people discover um, their unlimited potential and the possibilities. And how this came about in the sound healing realm for me was prior to that, I was a professional musician and in a profession that's highly critical. And for for years it there were many things about it that just felt really confining and it's super hypercritical and there's a lot of the need to be perf- you know this perfection and lots of people pleasing you know taking all the jobs because you needed them to pay the bills and you know a lot of it was very low pay and so i think what started my journey into sound healing was that I was looking for something that would have a bigger impact, not only for my own health, but to contribute to society and hopefully leave some sort of a legacy in that way. And what I didn't know when I started the sound healing training, um, because I've, you know, I'm certified through a training program is how many doors it would open in my own consciousness, in my own healing, in my own bravery, um, that I, I just didn't see coming. And the, the bravery was stepping outside of what I had always been doing where I felt like I was limited and wanting to open doors to new and exciting things where I felt excited to get up in the morning. And I thought, you know, as a musician, I kind of already know how to play a lot of instruments and, you know, how hard can this be, right, um, to do sound healing. And I had no idea that it was going to start my own healing journey um, where I could really start looking at myself because in order to be an effective sound therapist, I had to really know myself and heal, start healing my, my own wounds. And that way it allows me to connect to people better and to be a better therapist and what I noticed that there was a lot of shame um, guilt 
grief and fear. And I think with fear, you know, these fears of people judging us and fears of not being perfect and, you know, all the fears that we have in life of wanting to be our true selves, but sometimes not even knowing what that is because it's so covered up by the layers of society and our families of, you know, doing what we're supposed to be doing. And so what I didn't realize is what a low vibration fear is. And so everything in our, in our cosmos is a vibration or a frequency. So every emotion has a frequency. We're a frequency. There's sound everywhere. Um, the earth as it rotates has a sound, um, all the planets. Um, so even the sun. So I didn't realize that fear had a vibration. And when I realized that I was like, well, that makes sense then why I have such low energy and why I was attracting more things in my life that just weren't serving me. So as I started to become more brave of stepping into things I wanted to do, even though I was kind of scared, it was liberating to walk outside my old story and say, I really want to do things that I want to do and serve other people. Um, and walking away from this people pleasing that was really toxic. Um, so I don't know if you've ever people pleased. <laughs> um, it's, it's an yes, addiction. <laughs> it's like a codependency of people pleasing, people pleasing, people pleasing. And to me, that's based on fear. Um, we want people to like us. I mean, that's an intrinsic thing when you're little and you're play on the playground, you want everybody to like you. And when they don't like you, it just doesn't make sense. Like, why don't they like me? And so then you try harder, right, to get those people to like you. And so that fear was driving my bus a lot. Um, and that people pleasing was driving my bus all the time. And so my boundaries were blurry and it became really toxic for me because I was not being true to who I was and I wasn't even respecting my own boundaries and it was really feeling awful. And when you say enough's enough and my health was suffering, um, you know, I was diagnosed with an autoimmune condition and I just decided that that was like my wake up call because it's a very life threatening um, autoimmune condition. And I just didn't want to live like that anymore. And, you know, as you, as you people please, and this is where the bravery comes in, as you people please, you say yes when you mean no. And then you, even though you want to help that person, you really don't necessarily have time or it's just not really in alignment with what you want to do. And then you become resentful. And then there goes to that low vibration again of like feeling angry or resentful and guilt, shame, whatever it might be. And so it's a cycle, right? And it's like the codependency that you think if you do more, people will like you more and it will help you. And what it really does is it just feels very inauthentic for me, especially that um, I was feeling kind of grumpy a lot. <laughs> like I, I wanted people to think I was the greatest thing since sliced bread and what I didn't realize is that I'm, I'm a great person without people pleasing. And, um, that was really liberating, but that was, took a lot of bravery because it, it, I had to start setting boundaries, um, in my business and with my, especially regarding my time and what I was charging. Um, so an example would be, um, I was approached by a coach. To, she was going to run this program and she wanted to bring in some sound healing and other modalities. 
And I said, oh, sure, I'd be happy to come help. And she's like, well, I can't pay you, but this would be exposure for you. And, you know, in her program, she's charging people to be in her program. And the old Lynn would have said, sure, that's fine. And then I would have been like, okay, I'm going to do this for free, even though you're charging. And the new Lynn is like, well, I'm sorry, I don't really do free events unless it's on like my Facebook page or I'm doing it like to raise money for say Ukraine or whatever it might be and at first that felt really very scary to say no to somebody and she didn't like that I said no and and I nicely said no (laughs) um but it was liberating to say you know I'm worthy of being paid something for my time and my talent and my expertise and I think so many people feel that if they don't say yes to something, that it, it'll close a door. And maybe that door will close, but another door will open. So I I did. I took that couple seconds of bravery and was just like, you know, I'd love to work with you, but I, I unfortunately, I can't do that for free, um, you know. And then off she went. And that was, you know, no more topics. And But the majority of people who approach me about any kind of a sound bath or um, sessions, they're willing to pay me. Um, and, and I'm very fair with my rates. So it's, you know, it's one of those things, being brave with what you deserve, being brave with being worthy of being paid what you deserve. Um, and do you feel like saying no to her in that moment has like negatively impacted you at all? Or is it just, well, I, I'd be lying if I said it doesn't bother me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, because as a people pleaser, I people pleased for, you know, years on end. I think it started when I was a kid. Um, but it was a different kind of thing than like, well, I felt bad that that person couldn't see the value in what I did, but there's a saying I heard from my coach years ago that they're just going to have to miss out. (laughs) And I like that because it's like, we all offer so much so many things that we can shine our light in, whether it's our friendship or our skills, our talent, um, that taking those moments of bravery or of saying that is not in alignment with where I'm at in my business or in my growth or in my personal life is, is so essential to our mental health. Um, so it was one of those things that was like cutting the cord of this codependency of wanting people to like you all the time. Um, and I've gotten so much better at that. And But it does. It takes a lot of bravery. And there's sometimes where I can just say something um, like, I'm sorry, I'm not able to do that. Um, and I don't feel guilty. And then there's other times where that, the bravery part, you know, that, oh, uh, should I have said yes? Uh, yeah. And I think we're humans. We're going to have that. But the more and more you step into that and say what you need um, to other people or to yourself, it gets easier um, because it's really the fair thing to do for yourself, especially. And it also lets other people know that what you're doing, your work or your talents are worth worth compensation. So I look at it as an energy exchange. So by somebody paying you for your services, it's an energy exchange, right? If you do something for free, that doesn't mean it doesn't have good energy. It can have awesome energy, but you have to be in a true alignment with that. So when I do free sound baths for say COVID patients or whatever, cancer patients, whatever it might be, I'm, I'm truly in alignment with that. I'm saying yes. Cause I truly mean yes. 
And I love what you said about stepping into what you need and being more aligned with what you just you're really truly what you who you are and what you're doing. And I think that's something that is very difficult for a lot of us is to to be in alignment with who we are. And I think that's where a lot of unhappiness comes in is we're just not aligned with what we're what we oh, feel I, and I, what, who we really are and so yeah and it's not easy I hope I'm not making it sound super easy like you just <laughs> flip on a light switch and off it goes because it's hard work I mean there's <clears throat> there's days where I'm you know I'm I'm not in <laughs> I'm not in the woo I'm not I'm not aligned um, but it doesn't last as long as you know it's like a it's a small moment and so I think the one thing I'd love to share with your audience is that when we're stuck in fear and anger um, and guilt and shame and those things that I think all of us as human beings encounter, that while they're very worthy of saying I'm experiencing that and I'm not negating that at all, that the longer we stay in those vibrations in our bodies, because that is emitting an actual measurable frequency, um, that we can't see in the quantum field, but we can definitely measure it. Um, it keeps us more stuck. It's like it's like being in, in like quicksand. And so as we raise our vibration, we start stepping into courage and bravery, you'll notice that you'll start to feel better. You know, it's like um, Kathy Heller says, you know, this 20 seconds of courage of just doing it and to do the thing. And it can feel really scary, but the more you do it, the better and the easier it gets. Yeah, I I love that. That's so eloquent in the way that you say things. I love it. Um, and so how long, just so you said that you make it, you don't want to make it sound easy, but how long was your kind of the journey where you felt like you were, you started the healing till you felt like you were more in a place where you were, I wouldn't say completely healed. I don't know that that's ever really a place you get there, but where you felt like you were in a place where you could share that with others and help others heal, if that makes sense. I think it's probably been, well, it's a life journey. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's like all these experiences, but, um, you know, you and I had talked once before too, about losing our dads, mm -hmm. um, who have passed on. And that was kind of that trigger where I started to really realize like, who am I? What am I about? You know, like thinking about my dad and my family, you know, like all these things that started to stir the pot. And then there's situations after that. Um, so like all of, all of this is, I think, I want to say it was about a two and a half year journey of, and, and surprisingly, this was all kind of going on during COVID too, of, <laughs> I just didn't want to live like that anymore. I didn't want to be the slave to these crappy feelings. Um, and that's, like I said, I'm not diminishing how our, but you know, as we can rewire our brains to not keep going down the same old neural pathways. So if we keep thinking that we're, you know, if we're fearful and we're, we have, we're worried and staying in that constant fear mode, it keeps us stuck because the brain keeps wiring. I mean, it's hardwired that way. So they say the first seven years of a person's life are where the majority of our subconscious is driven. So let's say your first seven years of your life are not that happy. Um, that can have a really big factor on the rest of your life. Um, but that doesn't mean that we can't change that. 
So with neuroplasticity, which is basically rewiring the brain, and there's all kinds of really fabulous people out there who are talking about this. Bruce Lipton, Joe Dispanza, Dr. Joe Dispanza, and Dr. Bruce Lipton. And it works because I'm, I'm a testament to it working because I thought, oh, how am I ever going to stop these, this thought process? And it just takes this constant reminding ourselves that we're worthy and we can be brave and we have courage. And the biggest piece for me was learning to love myself enough to make those steps that for many, many years I lived in this this low vibration of trying to be a people pleaser and not being true to who I was. And once I said, and, and I don't want it to be all woo-woo, like, oh, you love yourself, because in, in Western society that sounds really selfish, but this is not the self kind of love that's arrogant. This is like caring for yourself like you would a newborn baby, you know, giving it giving it what it needs so it can survive and then you know, put the oxygen mask on first before you give it to others. And I was always the one who would hand my mask to somebody else. And because I, you know, I want, I love to help people, but the other was is that I would, in that process, I would constantly be people pleasing and feeling really icky on the inside afterwards. Um, because sometimes people don't appreciate what you've done and then you want them to say thank you and then that doesn't happen then there goes that spiral again right um and you know you and I have talked you know we're both empaths so we're more sensitive to this type of stuff anyway and I think that's a beautiful gift um I you know you've probably heard this oh you're too sensitive if the world had more sensitive people we would have a whole lot more positivity going on because we would be more sensitive to one another and to our own needs. Um, so I think that's a gift. For a long time, I looked at it as this curse <laughs> where I I really did. I felt like I just wish I wasn't so sensitive. I even had friends who were like, you're just too damn sensitive. And I'm like, um, but even when as a kid, I could pick up on things. Um, no, I didn't see ghosts or dead people, <laughs> but I could, I could sense energies. I could almost like tell when things were going to happen. Um, so, um, so kind of going back, sorry, on tangent of you asking me how long, um, about two and a half to three years is when I was really digging deep and peeling back the, the layers um, and one thing I discovered talking to other healers too is we're not really healing people or we're teaching people the tools to heal themselves and in the process of healing yourself you become more brave because you don't have the wounding I love that yeah. and I, I kept for a long time I felt like I was an imposter because I kept thinking oh I can't share my gifts with people because I'm not completely healed yet like who am I you know that imposter syndrome that voice that tells us you know is trying to get in the way of the bravery of who am I to do this and what I realized is every single person including the best guides and healers um, are in a process of healing too that it isn't some utopia that you reach and you go, oh, I'm completely healed and I'm perfect. Now I can, now I can help others, <laughs> you know, that it's, that's not the human condition. Um, so I think that was really liberating for me. And the more I help others, the more I can heal myself as well. 
and and that doesn't I don't mean the word heal as in you're broken or you're damaged but that the that the things that keep us stuck the things that we feel about ourselves are in process of healing and continually to say I don't want to be in this low vibration of fear and guilt and anger and raising that up so recent research has measured that the heart the heart energy center can emit up to three meters of energy and frequency which is equivalent to nine feet so it's the largest energy center for vibration in the body and when i heard that i was like oh my gosh that's amazing think about how much as we love ourselves and we love other people um for who they are and accepting and being brave that way is that nine feet's a lot like imagine if everybody was doing that at nine feet like that's like freaking crazy (laughs) um and, and beautiful at the same time and so that's been another thing that's been really driving my bravery is that I know other people need help like I needed help for so long I felt like I couldn't find the right guidance or that I was stuck and that it was never going to change and there's so many tools out there for us to improve our lives and sometimes we don't even know where to go or where to start so that's kind of where it took me into coaching mm-hmm. and kind of a different type of coaching it's not like hey you want to start a business this is more like um, it includes business help but it also is about helping people be brave and do the things they want to do or at least discovering what they want to do because sometimes they don't know you know it's they're just on autopilot you know get up eat go to work come home take care of kids go to bed and that nothing's wrong with that but maybe that's not what what is making them happy anymore minus you know responsibilities yeah. right <laughs> yeah why you said on autopilot if if you're living that life and you're enjoying it you're not necessarily i don't think on autopilot you know right. people that just are really seem really happy in their lives they don't seem to be on autopilot they're just they are actually living they're not just existing yeah I, I love that way of of reaching into people and then helping them with with that so one question that I, question i have about what would you say to people that are maybe a little bit hesitant to dive into this type of of a I don't even know what to do that are a little bit hesitant to dive into these type of things and peeling back the layers because they're afraid of what they're going to find. Cause I think that sometimes for me, that's some of my hesitations. I'm like, I don't know if I want to explore this because I'm not exactly sure I'm ready for what I'm going to find. So what would you, oh, would you say to those people? I would say I'm with you and I know exactly what that is. Um, as I went into this whole sound healing process in the, in the first well, it's hard to like put it all down timeline, but there was a point at which I was like, this is taking such a hard look at who I am and the world that it was really uncomfortable. Um, there were tears, there was (laughs) low vibration. (laughs) There was, you know, there was, (sighs) so I think we are called to do the work to live better lives when we're ready or we think we're ready and we may not know what how much we've got to peel back and that i think it's like 
knowing that something has to change and you're ready to just say, okay, this might get slightly uncomfortable. But what helped me a lot was realizing that this is a, to me a perfect analogy. When a baby is born and you're holding it and it, you know, let's say it's a couple weeks old, this baby is this innocent, sweet soul and it has, you know, it's worthy just by being a soul, right? This, this baby in heart, mind, and soul. And as adults, we are equally as worthy, but we have all these layers that have taught us that we're not or that, we're, you know, like we've been talking today. And that has really been empowering for me to think of myself as this person who, regardless of my background, of the things I've gone through, like you've gone through, like, you know, the audience has gone through, that there's there's something whole and worthy just by being us and that we're not broken. That was something I said a couple of times to a coach. I, I feel broken. And she said, you're not broken. You're just going through a human experience. <laughs> Your soul, if you believe in in that, um, and, and we're not talking re religious necessarily, but your soul, if it comes into this life form and, you know, you're living a human experience and then when you go, when you pass on and you go to, you know, whatever religion you believe in, if it's heaven or, um, a higher power, you're still equally as worthy. And I have a good friend, I have to share this cause it's coming to mind. I have a, a good friend who is um, a musician as well and she decided in her retirement year she was going to go and work with prisoners and some of these prisoners had done some really horrible things and when she would meet with them the things that sh they would share with her were I mean I like I cannot even know if I can speak them out loud because it was just so powerful to hear her talk about how even when we've done some really horrible deeds, we're still worthy as a soul. So these bad decisions, whatever they may be, you know. Um, and it really gave me like a new perspective on why people suffer is this shame um, that most prisoners that end up in prison are dealing with mass amounts of low vibration. Um, you know, the shame, guilt, fear. Um, and then they just make different choices, right? Um, so it can be very scary to start peeling back the layers. However, it's, it's kind of how you approach it. Like I think of it is if I can peel these ucky layers away and as it gets kind of uncomfortable, it's kind of like a snake shedding its skin, right? You know, it kind of comes off and it looks really snarly for a while. And then all of a sudden, woo, you've got a new skin and at the time, I was like, I wish I hadn't gone down this road. This is really painful. <laughs> um, but I, what I realized, it, it's what I needed to do to live a better life, to address those things. And, and I don't want to say, say that they're gone, but I can manage them much, much more quickly. Um, you know, I still have imposter syndrome like other people do, or, but it doesn't last as long. You know, it's like these fleeting thoughts and then like I kind of pretend I'm superwoman. <laughs> and as these thoughts are like bouncing on my head, like, who do you think you are? And, you know, you know, all those things that we all think, right? Even celebrities have these same things, you know. 
um, I kind of imagine that I've got, you know, my superpowers and I'm letting these things bing, bing and ping off of me. Like they're just fleeting thoughts that every thought that comes in your head isn't fact, right? We think it's fact. So I just imagine them like kind of dissipating. Um, and I love the Supergirl or, you know, Catwoman, whoever it's going to be. <laughs> but the it's empowering. Um, and, and I just noticed too, as I work with clients, that the unnecessary suffering that we go through is so much easier to do when you've got somebody walking with you, that you're not doing it alone. And somebody who can say, yep, that's okay, you're human, um, is really, is a, is a real, is a real gift. Because I've had those same experiences by my mentors who have held my hand and said, this will pass. Um, so I think if you, if we can just always remember that by being brave, we're going to live a better life. We're going to be more in alignment with our authenticity and it just takes those 20 seconds of courage to do that over and over and over again. And it gets easier. Um, I, I know when I came out on Facebook about my new business, I knew that people would probably be making assumptions and maybe commenting, you know, behind the scenes. And I had gotten to a place where I cared so much about my own heart of me as a person having a good life that I just thought, you know, that's all right. They can make those comments. It doesn't change who I am. Um, that my intentions are still to care and help other people. Um, and I have a friend who's a coach, another friend who's a coach, and he said, now you just know who to unfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, that, that could work too. <laughs> um, you know, that we want to surround ourselves with people who believe in us and who will cheer mm -hmm. on our brave too. Um, yeah. as much as we can. I mean, it, sometimes we can't help who are our family and our friends all the time, but surrounding ourselves with the with a cheerleading squad and our spirit team to say you are totally capable of doing this and um that's powerful too cuz to do it alone is really hard. Yeah, I agree. I think a lot of our troubles come when we try to walk alone with things or we think we're we have to walk alone because nobody else understands or, and they probably don't completely understand, but that doesn't mean they can't walk with us. That's one thing that I've learned is just because I don't necessarily perfectly understand your situation doesn't mean I don't still love you and I can't still support you. And so. Exactly. That's, that's beautifully awesome. said. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, is there any last things you want to say about being brave and this awesome journey that you're on. I think it's beautiful what you're doing and in the way that you're helping you. people. Well, and I'll say the same for you too. I, I applaud you for starting your podcast and, um, doing all the brave things. And I, I think it's wonderful to see women being brave and being courageous and leading to help others, you know, being in service to help other people live a better life. And, um, I just encourage people to reach out, um, find support systems. Um, you know, if it isn't me, it can be anybody. Um, and I, you know, you're welcome to visit my website or contact me if you need more information. I'm happy to help my, my passion for sound and music and, um, and empowerment too. So, um, is it some really fabulous modalities that can just help rewire our brain and allow us to be more brave when it feels really scary? 
and um, that there's solutions out there. And sometimes we feel like we're alone and it can't be fixed. And those things are not true. Yeah. I love that, that we, there are so many different ways and you just got to find the one that resonates with you as we're talking about sound healing. And, you know, I love that. And I, I will that pun. That was awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very <Yes>. nice. <laughs> A plus. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, wasn't completely intentional, but we'll just pretend that it was. Um, and we will, <laughs> I will link all, I will link um, Lynn's uh, website and everything in the show notes below too, so that you can, people can find you and things like that. And I'm so thankful for you coming on today. This has been well, such for- an awesome conversation. Oh, thank you for having me. And I've enjoyed it very much. And um, yeah, and like, I, I'm, I just applaud you for encouraging people to be brave. And it that we all have these different levels where we don't feel brave. And it's just repeating that over and over again and cheering each other on. And I'm always here to cheer you on as well. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Yay. (laughs) Once again, we want to thank Lynn for being here with us and sharing her wonderful knowledge with us. And for those of you listening, thank you for tuning in. And remember that you can be brave enough to step out into the unknown like Lynn here. You're wonderful and amazing and worth it. Have a fantastic day. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed what you've heard today, please leave a review down below and share this with anyone that you feel like could use a little more brave in their life. And if you'd like to follow more of my journey to be brave, you can follow me on social media and link down below. Have a fantastic day and don't forget to be brave.